Welcome to KYRS. You're listening to KYRS Medical in Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. I'm one of your hosts, Tula Weber from Tabby Cat. And I'm Abby Baker. And welcome to today's episode. So I'd like to preface this by saying that the show following up before us, don't worry, they're not actually going anywhere. It was just a rerun episode because of the smoke. So, yeah. Um, so today we're going to be talking about morality, yes. um, which is pretty exciting. Uh, so I'm going to preface the topic by saying this. So we were actually going to do growing up today. That's what we had planned. But when we were trying to write the outline for it, we actually started talking about morality, what is good and bad, all those kinds of things. And we had a really in-depth conversation about it. And so we decided that we wanted to continue talking about it on air today. So just so you know, this outline is a little thrown together, but we think it's going to be a really good conversation. Yeah. So welcome to our episode today. If you want to get us started. Yeah. So first things first, what is morality? And so according to the dictionary, it is principles concerning the distinction between right and wrong or good and bad behavior and do we personally have any sort of moral code that we live by not like a religious one or like a strict one but i mean yeah i think i have my own sort of moral code it doesn't have like rules but yeah (laughs) it's not like written down yeah uh yeah mine certainly is not posted in on the wall of my bedroom but i i think i do have some morals that i follow yeah um so i guess we can try to describe what our moral code is but since we haven't written it down it's going to be a little (laughs) difficult but like if you were just to describe what you think is right and wrong what would you what would you say oh this is difficult um i don't know really how i feel about the whole right and wrong thing because it's so subjective right Mm -hmm. but i kind of make my decisions based on what makes the most logical sense what makes the most sense based on how it's going to affect the outcome and how it's going to affect people's perception of me and Mm -hmm. so on and so forth based on outside opinion on the decision that i make and I have to take that into account before I make the decision. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think for me, I don't know. It's Part of it is just like what I think is the... It's so hard to describe what right and wrong is because there's no... Like, is it what emotionally makes you feel good? Like, what what is right and wrong? And so I think part of it is what society deems right and wrong. You know, I'm not going to go kill someone or whatever. Um, but it's also just what I weigh to be the best decision in the moment and what I don't know there's something in me like a conscience that tells me what is a good thing to do and what is a bad thing to do morally so sometimes yeah I don't know like I'm gonna pick up that plastic bag off the street if I didn't do it I would feel bad yeah okay I I guess I can kind of relate to that but I I think the reason that we wanted to talk about this on air is because we don't really have a lot of discourse when it comes to this show at least yeah We have not really disagreed on much so far. Usually we're tag teaming politics and other things that we agree on and Mm -hmm. universal experiences and whatnot, but we actually disagree on a lot in this episode. So I'm excited to argue with you on live air. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. You have taken a debate class. I have Mm -hmm, not. mm -hmm. So yeah, this will be fun. I know. Okay. Why don't you keep us going then? Okay. Um, So how do you think that you personally developed your moral code? Um, that is a good question. I don't know if I've really changed my moral code from, I don't know, its conception, I guess. It's always been what makes the most sense, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess as I've been around people and around society more, what has made sense uh, in, in regards to society and community have changed a little bit. But at the core of it, it's always been, here's my logical decision. Yeah. Okay, but I feel like 
what makes sense is not that doesn't have anything to do with right and wrong like right and wrong can make sense but there i feel like there's something deeper than just what makes sense yeah and i guess i could see where you're coming from with that but at the same time i think i disagree yeah it's it's more so for me at least i think that there's always a way to explain things and even if that explanation is not very well thought out or maybe Mm -hmm. doesn't answer all of your questions like when it comes to emotions i think there's always a way to explain it maybe not verbally maybe i can't verbalize exactly how i'm feeling to you in the moment why i'm feeling like this but if i sit down and think about it there's a reason why this is happening i think yeah i i agree that there's a reason i i don't think though that necessarily if there's a reason then it makes sense Okay, why is that? Well, if you think about, okay, so like if I'm feeling jealous because my significant other is talking to another person, just like hypothetically, then, okay, there's a reason for that. I'm feeling jealous because I want them to myself. I want whatever. And that there's a reason for that. But that doesn't mean that that is what makes sense. Why? Because... I mean, there's no reason for me to be feeling jealous, right? Like, there's no... Well, there is. But I... Why should I be if they're not... Uh, if they're not interested in the other person? There's no reason for me to be feeling that way if they're not interested in the other person. There's no logical explanation for my jealousy. I because don't agree with that at all. Really? I think there's totally a way. Like, you think about it, even if you think about it, like, bigger picture, why Why would I even be jealous about that? Like, I know they only care about me, but what about this person that I heard of? And the same thing happened to them, and I'm jealous because of this thing that happened in my life, or I know someone that that's happened to. And it's like a conglomeration of a universal experience or experiences from other people that that make you feel that way. And I think there's a reason that you're feeling a certain way all of the time. So when you're feeling jealous about something like that, even if you feel like, oh, that's irrational because of course I love them and they love me and there's there's obviously nothing going getting in the way of that, but there's always doubt with every decision that you make, right? Yeah. And that doubt is is the most is is the hardest thing to wrangle with when it comes to morality. And I think that you can tie almost any irrational emotion to some sort of doubt. And doubt can be explained by insecurity and whatnot and so on and so forth i think yeah i agree i think we're yeah so i think definitely there's a reason why most things are but when you get down to the core of i mean like if we're just talking about reasoning i don't think everything can boil down to logic because I don't know. What I'm trying to say is, like, if my significant other is not hooking up with anyone else, then there's no reason for me to be jealous. My emotion can be valid and it can come from from a place of, I've had this experience in the past, but that doesn't mean that it fits the situation. Okay, you're right about that. And I guess I agree. But I guess the thing is, huh, what's the difference between, like, I don't know. This is hard. I guess... I feel like there's probably something we're seeing eye to eye on that I'm not explaining correctly. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase things, but you don't want to just like sit on air for 15 seconds and not say (laughs) anything. So we'll keep going and we can come back to it. Okay. Um, so does everyone have a moral code? What do you think? 
Yes. I agree. It sucks, and maybe it's not correct, quote-unquote, that is. But, you know, I think that all of the all of people, when they're making decisions, have some sort of system to relate that decision-making to, I'd say. Even if it's, it's super primitive, like, oh, well, is this good for me? When you're choosing, like, do I ingest this rat poison or not? Mm-hmm. Still a system. And I'm pretty sure everyone has some sort of morality. So do you think morality comes down to your decision-making system? Hmm. Um, I mean, outwardly, yes. Yeah. Because that's the only way to showcase your morality correctly, right? Like the way you make decisions. I guess so, yeah. So, yeah. So your morality is more about your actions than your thought process. Um, I mean, that's the only way I can see your morality. Yeah. So outwardly, yes. But inwardly, I mean, of course, it's thought process. Well, action, yeah. Quote, unquote, actions speak louder than words, question mark. Yeah. I don't know, do they? I think so. I agree. So I guess yes. If you want to hit someone in the face, but you don't hit someone in the face, I don't think wanting to hit someone in the face makes you a bad person. I mean, you can't go to jail for like thinking about hitting someone in the face, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, no. Well, we're going to say no. That's another (laughs) subject for another day. Um, Okay. So does everyone have a moral code? We've decided yes. In some sense or another, they do. Um, are emotions or morals always separate from logic? No. What about you? I don't think they're always separate, but I think most of the time there are two little, you know, voices in your head that are going back and forth. I I, I completely disagree. I don't know. I feel like, okay, okay, maybe, maybe in, in some idea I agree with you. But for me, it's more like, okay, here's me right now. I'm talking to you. This is me, this is my brain. And when I make decisions, it's me versus my emotion and logic, which I regard as one thing. So it's here I am and I'm a teenager and I'm regarding logic and emotion as a universal thing. This is logic and emotion. How do I as a teenager, my desire to want to be rebellious, react against my emotional logic of how would my parents feel about that? How would the law feel about that? And when I meet them in the middle, usually I can make some sort of decision that makes sense. Okay, so I think I get what you're saying, maybe. Yeah. But what I would categorize that as is this is what I want. This is my emotion. And then the rest of it, all the other stuff that is not my emotion, the stuff that I'm thinking, the stuff that other people think, that is the logic. Yeah, I I think pretty much I agree. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't really know how to describe this. So let me think about it for a second. It is me in the in the moment, in the exact moment mm-hmm. it, with my own emotion and logic. Yeah. First person experience versus me thinking about it from a third person experience. So okay. maybe that could be interpreted as thinking versus feeling. But they're both within separate entities, I think. Interesting. Thinking and feeling in, in me wanting to do things as a teenager and thinking and feeling as me as i don't know or whoever i'm thinking who i'm bouncing this idea off of maybe someone who would perceive me or how would someone perceive this decision that i'm making because oftentimes i make decisions based on okay well how are they going how are people going to think about this decision and of course i'm not like oh well i can't wear this dress because someone's not gonna like it but it's more so like when i'm making a a larger decision Mm -hmm. you know like this show or whatever i'm here yes because i enjoy it but i'm here because i I want people to like hear me and i want to have this experience and i want to be known as someone who's 
here making a difference, right? Yeah. So what you're saying is sometimes, correct me if I'm wrong, but sometimes you make a decision based on what you want to do. And sometimes you make a decision based on what other, how other people will perceive what you're doing. They're always in the middle though. I, I so never you try to meet in the middle then. Yeah. But I've never just gone to one side and been like, oh, I'm doing this because. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's an agreement. Okay. What about you? Um, yeah, I think emotions and morals are not always separate from logic. Mm-hmm. So that was the question that we're going back to. Yes. Sorry. Um, I guess, hmm. So I think of things which is partially influenced from therapy So as dialectics. Yeah. So that, that means there are two things that can be opposing and true at the same time. Um, so, for instance, emotions and logic. Uh, if I am making the decision whether or not I go to school today, I want to stay home in my bed and not go to school today because I'm anxious and I'm scared and I don't want to go to school today. I don't want to worry about whatever. But then logically, I know I need to keep my GPA up. I need to uh, go to school. I need to learn. I need to do all of this so I have a better future. So then I weigh those two things and I say, okay, so these can both be true at once. I cannot want to go to school, but I also have to go to school. Those are both true. So I kind of Sometimes it's more of a, I have to choose between the two, which one makes more sense. And sometimes it's a, I have to weigh. Um, yeah, I think we talked about this a little bit, but I don't, I don't weigh things like that. No? No. It's never like that. It's always, I don't know. It's, it's lightning fast for me. I don't think about decisions like, I don't know. They're not like as thought out as your thought processes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like it's instantly, I know the exact two opinions on a situation and I put them together which I, I guess is where a lot of my people-pleasing tendencies come from because obviously, you know, I'm pleasing the, the two opinions. Hmm. Which, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it sounds kind of weird out loud. I don't know. If you agree with me, let us know. <laughs> um, yeah, I think sometimes your emotions and your logic will agree, but sometimes they won't. And that's when you kind of have, to, that's the harder decision. So when, you're, when your emotions say, yeah, I feel like I want to go to school today and you're, logic says yeah you should go to school today then that's when the decision is easy it's like yeah okay i'm gonna go to school today easy as that but when they're in conflict with each other then that's when it's hard yeah but i i mean i don't know i just think about the consequence because i guess your feelings what i'm saying is your feelings aren't always going to match the situation yeah so then that's when i just decide to go with what makes most sense (laughs) yeah but i (laughs) I feel like you can't just go with what makes most sense to the one part of your brain. Well, I mean, it does, though, because obviously I sure I might have a a crap day at school, but Mm -hmm. it's better than going to school the next day and having to do get assignments for 12 different classes and do them all. So, yeah, that would be my decision, even if I was feeling unless I was I was sick and there was the risk of me getting other people sick. Okay, but for instance, you're making an emotional decision, not just like, okay, should I go to school or not? Like a yeah. really complicated decision. Do you have an example? I'm trying to think of one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the best thing that I can think of is like, okay, a romantic relationship. Okay. You want to date this person or maybe mm-hmm. you don't, but you're just, you don't, you're trying to decide if you should tell them how you feel. Yeah. Do you or don't you? I don't. What makes the most sense? <laughs> the ma- well, okay. Well, okay. I guess this is... I, I can say that. 
this is how the conversation really started. We were just talking about our responses to emo- to like romantic emotional situations, yeah. right? And I, oh God, I don't know if I want to say this on air, <laughs> but with me, what it comes down to is I am just like petrified of, maybe I'm, I'm covering for being scared of talking about how I feel by saying that logic outweighs because it, it technically does. I mean, what I present is, is the logic that outweighs, but the reason I'm doing that is to preserve this image of me that isn't expressing that kind of thing. You know, I feel like if I was in that situation, hypothetically, I would not say anything. <laughs> okay, but... Uh, which isn't good, and I don't advise you to just keep your feelings to yourself all the time, because so that's bad. So you think you should... What you're saying is you're not going to express your emotions to mm-hmm. this person. Yes. Because you don't want your feelings to impact other people's perception of you yeah but also i just have this really weird thing about about especially that because of it's not i'm not like scared of being vulnerable or whatever i'm totally comfortable with that aspect of it Mm -hmm. but it's more so i don't want something to happen and i don't want people to feel bad for me because they're gonna be like oh but you really you really cared about that person i'm gonna be like oh my god yeah which i so i guess you're right yes but at the same time it's more so I don't want to sacrifice this because there's a a 20% chance that this person feels the same way. So you don't So so hypothetically, mm-hmm. if the chance that they cared about me the same way was like 95%, yeah. sure, I would. But when it's lower and I'm unsure, which I'm always unsure, I'm not going to do it because logically I would rather preserve the friendship because I'd be scared. Yeah. But you don't know what anyone else is thinking. Yep. So the logical decision for me is you don't you don't I don't know, you don't say anything. Yeah, so the logical decision since you don't know what they're thinking and you're scared is I don't say anything. Yes. But what about your emotional side? Um yeah. Well, too late. You know, like <laughs> that's I guess that the emotional part of me when it comes down to it is I'm thinking about okay, how is this going to work in the future? How is this going to affect my future? And this whole thought process, everything I've explained, happens lightning quick, super quick. When I'm making a decision, when I'm texting someone or I'm calling someone or whatever thing that I'm doing, these decisions, this whatever large thought process process I'm having, this argument I'm having, it happens lightning fast. Do you think that that might be detrimental to your future your decisions just because it happened so fast objectively yes yes i think i think it will (laughs) and it's not always of course when i'm making a decision like oh what college do i want to go to it's not like well the emotional part of me wants to go to community college and drink for nine like weeks straight (laughs) that's different but when it comes to me being a teenager and making these kind of decisions yeah, yeah i i feel we were talking about this earlier i feel like you are so much more put together than i am when it comes to expressing your emotions which is inherently true you are better at expressing your emotions i feel like okay so we're gonna we're just going all over the place i feel like though for something as deep as if you're a good person or a bad person or if you're good at your express at expressing your emotion or bad at expressing your emotion i feel like there's really no way to be objective really Okay, for most things, you know, like if it's who's who's going to win the race and someone beats them, like, yeah, obviously they won the race. They got a shorter time. But if you think who's the better runner, I don't think there's a 
I don't think just because one person won the race doesn't mean that the other person is a bad runner or a worse runner. Well, I mean, in the moment, they were a worse runner, though. That's the thing, is is when it comes to, to visible scenarios like that, yes, it is objective. Do you think everything can be measured on just what you see in the moment, though? No, but I'm thinking about if that scenario within the moment, that person was beaten by a person who Uh in that moment and during that race was faster than them. I think you can say they were a faster runner. I don't think you can say... They ran better than the other person. I don't think you can say that. It's it's not like Usain Bolt broke both of his legs and I'm racing against him (laughs) and I win. That's not, I'm a better runner than Usain Bolt, but I beat him because I was faster and a better runner in that second. Yeah. I just don't think better or good or worse can be weighed so quickly. When, it's, when, you're, when you're seeing the situation, that is not an emotional situation. That is Usain Bolt crawling across the finish line. <laughs> that is me being faster because I have two legs. That is an objective situation. Yeah, you were faster. Yes. And I was a better runner because he can't run. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess I agree with that. I'm just thinking but on a deeper level. On a deeper level. On a deeper level, I can't be <sighs> better at emotions than you are. Not I all the time. I so disagree with that. Really? Yes. It's, I, okay, I guess from an outside perspective, mm-hmm. me observing you versus me looking inside of myself and looking at my own emotions you are handling them better than i am objectively you are no that's subjective because you because that's coming from your point of view that's not true yes it is listen 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 listen. okay i'm listening (laughs) you can communicate you have a significant other you told them how you feel yeah that's the end of the conversation that's one situation that's the situation we're talking about Okay, so one situation where I have expressed my feelings for my significant other and Mm -hmm. we are in a relationship and have been in a Mm -hmm. relationship for two years. Yes. That makes me better than you. When you compare it to the exact same scenario that I am in, in which I failed to do the same that you did, which is your reaction was objectively better. Okay, so let's take it back into the hypothetical. Okay. So if you have a 30-year-old woman who's married, has four kids, and you have a 30-year-old woman who's not married, who has a career... never been married maybe never even had a relationship that makes the other woman better because i need you to repeat the first part okay one woman 30 years old four kids yes is she better at family because the other woman has not had a relationship okay well does does the other woman want a relationship i don't know the thing is we we can't look at it from the outside yes we can because hypothetically yes i would like to be in a relationship yes you want to be in a relationship we're faced with the same situation and one of us executed it and one of us didn't. I just don't think that... I did, I really don't think that one situation can determine your entire... Your oh, entire... Okay, yeah. let's think of one more okay, and then one we more. will come back yeah. after this break. All right. We'll be RB. Hello, this is Ralph Nader calling. Please join me for a lively hour of interviews and discussion. 
with some of the nation's most influential civic leaders, authors, and advocates. Tune in to the Ralph Nader Radio Hour every Thursday at 12 p.m. noon, right here on KYRS, Thin Air Community Radio, your community radio station. Stand up, well, you've been sitting way too long. Is this pandemic making you spin out? Why not spin up your mood with some rare finds from the Spokane Record Expo with KYRS? Sign up for a time slot online at kyrs.org. Mask up and browse vintage records, CDs, tapes, and posters from music vendors across the Northwest. At our outdoor venue in Kendall Yards, expect to find great music, plenty of space, hand sanitizer, and even a live DJ. Tickets are $2 for general admission and $10 for early admission at 9 a.m. Visit kyrs.org or check out the Spokane Record Expo Facebook page. The Spokane Record Expo, September 20th, 9 to 4, proceeds 
benefit KYRS. More details online at kyrs.org. Hi, welcome Hi back. We're back. So we did some thinking. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. I um, yeah, that was a total lie. How do you feel morally about that? Uh, pretty fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, yeah, I didn't think of another situation. That was my bad. I was really just thinking about other things. That's okay. Yeah. So we can I, continue then. Yeah, let's continue. Um, okay. So I think let's get into a little bit m- <laughs> a deeper question, I guess. Um, so what is good and bad? Who decided it? (laughs) I wrote that part. I'm sorry. You're welcome. Um, Who decided good and bad? The answer is, it was me. (laughs) Tula Mae Weber. (laughs) Author of All Good and Bad. No, but here's my hot take. I don't really believe in good and bad when it, like, I, like, when it comes down no, to you what can't it really say means. That. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Because yes, I can. you just said, if you don't believe in good and bad, then you can't believe in better or worse. And you just said I'm that I... am talking about, like, there is there's no universal good or bad. Okay. What there is good and bad is with the law and within society and good and bad emotional responses. Those things can be good and bad because we've defined them as such. But the whole idea that good and bad was born before humans and there there is a set in stone good and bad already pre-society is wrong okay well yeah well kind of okay but if we were not in a civilized society if there were no law no order Mm -hmm. and could you say that anything was good or bad like i guess you could say that this food is poison so it's bad okay 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 but not everyone's gonna agree on that necessarily if they can get poison then i don't know what to tell you if you're in a so okay what happens if people can't agree on what's good and bad how do you form a civilized society i mean i thought we were talking about if it wasn't civilized i don't think you can yeah so how does america even function today i don't think we do we don't because no one agrees on anything i mean we've oh by the way quarantine has hit half a year we've been in quarantine oh that's great for covid thanks so Obviously, American moral and logical response to world issues and little tiny issues um, that we deal with over Twitter are obviously not taken very well. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, how does... So, we're going to keep talking about politics a little bit. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. So, we've kind of agreed a difference in morals, the reason why America can't agree anymore. I think so. Yes. I think you think so, too. Um, So we have decided that a civil society does need to agree on morals yes because it's like social contract stuff like we get like stupid whoever john john Locke. yeah john Locke. yeah what a great guy yeah probably sure. not he's probably Sucked not a great really guy bad. don't talk probably, about probably yeah racist yeah yeah um okay so <laughs> but but he he was thinking he about was thinking. something Social contract. Social Basically, contract. common good and individual rights. Yeah, totally. Um, good things to think about. Good things to think about. And without that kind of thing, right, there would be no speed limits. I would be crashing into you all the time on the road on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel like let's give a really um, hot take. Okay. Really n- new examples. So I feel like if we just talked about it, if sure. we said murder is wrong. Okay. Do you agree with that statement all the time? No. Me neither. Okay. So how can we even exist if we can't all agree that murder is wrong? Well, Also, let's give an example so people don't think we're yeah, just like, go kill someone. Yeah, because we're doctrined by law. 
so like yes there are murderers and they face life in prison Mm -hmm. so obviously i think it's wrong even if let's say hypothetically this person is the worst person in the world they've committed genocide and are terrible people and like punch my mom in the face or something i would be like you are condemned to death now (laughs) but i can't do that personally right yeah because i don't want to go to jail yeah so it's because jail is bad right that is it to me but is everyone who is everyone who goes to jail have they done something wrong no (laughs) but the cop who arrests them unrightfully is in the wrong yeah and is bad yeah and jail is bad but you don't have to be bad to be in jail (laughs) i think what we're the point we're coming to the conclusion is that we how does a society exist when we can't agree on things like that we can't agree if authoritarianism essentially i know i know we're in a quote-unquote democracy correct yeah but if we do things wrong we get sent to a no-no house called jail (laughs) or we get killed (laughs) i guess (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there are going to be so many quotable moments. And let me tell you, I don't want to go there. Not really, at least. Yeah. And that's it. We are we are only doing things. Okay, this sounds really bad. Of course, if you save a puppy out of the road, it's not because you're afraid of not saving the puppy, maybe. Mm-hmm. But we do things that are good. Or maybe we avoid doing things bad out of fear. Okay. Fear of getting in trouble. Fear of the guilt of doing something wrong. But essentially... But essentially, it all comes down to the fear of it, correct? Yes. Okay. In some ways. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we need a civilized society. We do. I, I'm not, I'm that's not, what you're I'm saying. Not, you need someone to yeah. shame you into doing something, I'm which is not, why we have a civilized I society. I need to clarify, as Tula Weber, I am not anti-society or anti-civility. You're not an anarchist. No. Not yet. Not yet. Give me like two years. But yes, I agree. I think we agree on that maybe, right? Yeah, so we need a moral code as a society so that we can shame people into doing the right thing. Yes. Generally, we need we need no killing people, kill bad. Kill bad. Life. Yes. That is it. It's it's not like it's not like it doesn't have to be detailed, but the idea is when you create this this sort of loose code and people start acting good, they encourage other people to act good, right? Mm-hmm. But the question is, when people act bad, does it encourage other people to act bad? Yes or no? Or does it encourage people to be good, to not be Wait, like them? Say that again. Okay. So Question. Just we, a question. <sighs> okay. So, does being good encourage people to be good? And does being bad encourage people to be bad? Or does it encourage people to do good, to oh. reject being bad? Okay. I think... So people doing bad i think that allows other people to do bad things if the person who does something bad does not get a punishment oh, that is absolutely yes. allowing someone else to yeah, do something but if wrong you, if you don't get a punishment is it bad okay someone <laughs> okay someone commits murder yes it is just a is wrong. it illegal like hypothetically hypothetically yes this is oh, illegal uh, yeah then it's bad what yeah so okay uh someone who has been abused kills their abuser yeah like in a life or death situation they need to get out that's illegal technically killing someone is illegal yeah but it's self-defense so it's not right but how can that person still get put in prison that's fuck oops okay 
it technically didn't say anything but that's messed up you can't <laughs> yeah i mean obviously i agree with that i agree with yeah if you're getting attacked if anything's happening to you you are you are entitled to self-defense correct yeah okay but if you get put in prison for doing that does that make it bad because you were put in prison no so then legality no, isn't no, always no jail is a bad place to be is what i'm saying no i i avoid okay. doing bad things because go being in jail would be bad right but Not, your question was does doing bad encourage other people to do bad yes does it yeah uh, it depends on if there's a punishment <sighs> okay so answer answer separately then answer separately if there is a punishment for someone who does something bad then no i don't think it encourages people to do the same thing okay i agree so for instance do you think that doing good things you see me pick up trash off yeah. of the ground then you'll be like oh i should do that yeah okay i think peer pressure yes absolutely <laughs> yes peer, peer pressure, pressure absolutely that is yeah does morality equal legality no 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 legality is not always right which is why i'm there's sounding a so contradictory here i'm just talking Me about too. in a primal society yes i think yes oh my god this is so confusing to try and explain about? i'm just thinking about i don't want people to think that i am i am some bootlicking like oh my god if you do something wrong you go to jail no matter the reason i'm just talking about like blank slate primitive Okay, so we're not talking about America. We're talking about just some... In general, hypothetically. Okay, hypothetically. Yes, that's all. I'm just clarifying that because I don't... Yeah. Wait, no. Hypothetically what, though? That's all. I'm just talking about the society that we're talking about is a hypothetical. Okay, I was talking about it like it was not a hypothetical. Like we are in this society. Yeah, I know. I was talking about my opinion on like... <sighs> it doesn't matter. Let's it move on. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um... Is morality a human instinct? No. Whoa. 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 I, I definitely Sorry, don't think I, it that is. question was supposed to be, is morality a strictly human instinct? Like, I like it better first, I think. The first question? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I definitely don't think it is. Obviously, I think... Like, okay, let's take a look at animals, right? So, humans are animals. And animals in the wild will kill other animals animals will eat their babies if they need to that's an animal thing to do right yeah but us as humans of course at the very very beginning of humanity when we were just walking around yeah and we were we were monkeys and stuff or uh, just just became humans yeah i don't think that we have a moral compass embedded into us with with instinct and whatnot okay keep going i mean that's all i just don't think it's a it's a yeah I don't think yeah that's all i think people do have for the most part not always but i think for the most part people do have some morals ingrained into them I whether it be because yeah. of the society or how they are raised now we do because we we are born into a society in which morals are important but hypothetically oh. at the beginning of time i think that humans have developed morals to keep everyone in check and whatnot and those became things we respected as human instinct because we we are millions and millions of years away from from maybe when morals were, were quote unquote conceived right 
Okay, so yeah, right are- now I was born with some sort of moral compass because I was raised by parents who are moral and so on and so forth. So your brain doesn't have anything in it that says your brain doesn't have like you are born. Your mm-hmm. brain does not have any morals in it. I don't think so. You don't think babies feel like, oh, I guess you're right. It just just then, of course, as soon as you're like exposed to a sort of society, mm-hmm. see, and we can we can see that in politics all the time. Oftentimes, when you're younger, yeah, if you're raised by a conservative family, you're conservative. If you're raised by a religious family, you're you're religious. Yeah. So if you're raised in a moral household with some sort of moral compass, you tend to identify with that moral compass until you re- reach out of that. So yeah. Now, I, I I'd still say the first twenty seconds you're born into this world, you do not have any moral system. And as you grow older and people imprint on you, you develop a moral system. And that's probably why we're so different. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And But then you can change that moral system. Yes, you right? may, if you want. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad. All right. So before Good we talk. start arguing a little bit more, we'll be right back after this break. Between the Lines now airs every Tuesday at 1 o'clock p.m. Between the Lines features progressive perspectives on national and international political, economic, and social issues generally ignored or marginalized in corporate media. Tune in Tuesdays at 1 o'clock p.m. for Between the Lines on KYRS Thin Air Community Radio. It's a great feeling to finally get another car after that old one's been breaking down over and over. And it's another great feeling to get even more use out of an old car. And here's how you do it. Donate it to KYRS. Car donors get a KYRS membership, a tax deduction, and the satisfaction of really helping out. Just call toll-free 855-KYRS-CAR. That number is 855 597 72 I'm gonna get me a car and I'll be All right, welcome back. Hi. Okay, so we are going to jump right back in. Yeah, so the question now, we've already talked about how morals are developed mm-hmm. based on your upbringing. So now the question is, do you think what is taught? Do you think morals are taught or do you think well, like, I think we should break down the question to, like, are humans born good or born bad yeah, or anything? Yeah, thank you. That is what I was trying to say. I got you. Say. Don't yeah, worry. Thank you so much. Um, okay. Personally, I don't know. I think, I don't think it's either. I don't think we're both born good or bad. I think, or we're, we're born either good or bad. I think we're born human. Here's my take, right? Okay. This sounds a little harsh. Humans are born out of greed correct you were born because people wanted you to be born or maybe they didn't but you are born because you are the product uh, of two people or the product of something and the thing the very the very core emotion that humans experience the very core thing instinct is greed we are greedy to stay alive we are greedy to, to drink water and to do things and to reproduce and all of these things right and as you grow older 
you are influenced by other things, of course. Whether those things be terrible and, um, you know, bad things, quote unquote, correct? Like, yeah. I think that y- humans are born from a place of, I was just born, how do I survive? Mm-hmm. And based on where you are born and when you are born, you change of course right yeah so of course i i live in a first world country Mm -hmm. and um obviously my the things that i need are very different from people maybe in a third world country or maybe in a tribe in somewhere that is is not you know yeah developed yeah it's different right it's different but the the core of being alive and being a human is always greed and desire from my perspective so I don't think it's good or bad because I, I don't I don't regard desire or greed as a, as a technically bad thing. So you think people are taught morals because they don't want to be as greedy or no, maybe they're greedy for them. I don't know. Greedy for morals? Greedy for something to grab onto something, to hold on to something. Right. OK, you so des- that's the desire. You, yes, part. That you you're desire saying. to change. You desire to grow. So do you think that makes humans bad at heart then? Because they want to grow. That's good, though, isn't it? To want to grow? Well, I guess it's bad the way we've done it, though, correct? Well, but, but what I'm saying is, is it bad? So if at the heart of humans, the mm-hmm. desire is to grow. Yes. Do you think that makes humans good or bad? Because you just said humans <sighs> are bad, but then you said that they want they were to bad. grow. Okay, you said humans were greedy, which is generally considered a negative thing. And I said it wasn't a negative thing. Not always. So, but then do you think humans are good or bad? Just like f- at heart, from birth, are humans good or bad? Oh God! <laughs> um, holy crap! I I I don't know. Yeah, because that's why I think humans are both. I think humans genuinely want to do good things sometimes, and humans also genuinely don't want to do good things sometimes. They want to do things that are hurting other people. Humans want to do things that will help other people and people want to do things that will hurt other people. We want both. Yeah. And let me, let's talk about something real quick with the time we have left. Okay. Is everything that you do, no matter if it's good or bad, is a chain reaction. You do something good. You buy organic produce, right? Okay. Which which is good instead of buying produce, other produce. But who knows who grew it, who pick it. Are are they treated fairly? Are the workers treated fairly? Are the pesticides in the soil or what's going on there? Mm -hmm. Or how's the worker's family? Is the worker a bad person? And everything that you do has a chain reaction that that somewhere along the line is is going to be a mix of good and bad, right? So I think it's almost impossible that as soon as you act as a human, you're both. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, exactly. So I'm agreeing with you. Okay, cool. Great. Great. We both agree that humans are good and bad at heart. There is... Yeah. It kind of it kind of is difficult to think about though. Yeah, this is a really uh, tough subject that we have tried <laughs> to do well, but we might not be succeeding. I guess we'll just have to see. Give us feedback, by the way. Yeah, I'd love it. Yeah, tell us what you think. Um. Okay. So. Um. We've talked about most of this already. I'm just looking at my notes app, so that's why. Yeah, but yeah. okay. So let's say in our current society, yeah. what makes a good person? That's a great question. I think... And is a good person ha- how they treat people from outwards? Like, say say I am this millionaire who's gotten there ethically, which I know is impossible, correct? Mm-hmm. But let's say I, I'm this rich person who's done a lot for the world, but I've only done it out of greed. The things are okay. still good, 
because they're still benefiting people. Yeah. But I'm a bad person. Am I a bad person? Question mark. Okay, so it's if you have what you're saying is if you have bad intentions but you do a good thing is it still a good thing or does that make you a good person does it make you a good person because yes it's still a good thing because you're benefiting people okay but are you a good person and is are you only good because of your actions so is it i think that your actions yes going back to what we said at the beginning of the episode your actions speak louder than your words we all have terrible thoughts we all want to do bad things the first thought is almost never a positive wanting to help other people thought yeah (laughs) but it's the second thought that counts it's what you do that counts okay so that's what makes you a good person it is your actions because you can think good things all you want but then if you do a bad thing you do the bad thing anyway that is what counts Hmm. okay this is difficult. So I guess also that if there's this person doing so much good for the world, mm-hmm. I don't know how they're thinking. So yeah. yes, they are a good person to me. Yeah. Does a good person, do you think a good person, I think a good person, um, the idea of a good person is a societally, as a human constructed idea. Absolutely. Outward. So I can think whatever I want about each and every person listening to this, every person that I ever see, I can decide whether they are a good person. So do you think general consensus decides what is a good person? Or do you think Um, there is a deeper moral thing that decides what is a good person? Unfortunately, outwardly, the first is correct. Yeah. So general consensus usually decides, right? Yeah. Because we see these people, right? We cancel celebrities all the time and whatnot. Yeah. And we come together as a society and be like, okay, you're bad. Yeah, that's all. And I think that that inherently, yeah, I guess it's just, it literally just comes down to actions speaking louder than words. Yeah. Right? If you're a good person and you say something terrible and offend a bunch of people, the public's going to come and be like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, Hmm. okay, another hypothetical. We've done so many hypotheticals. I feel like my mind is going to explode. Um... (laughs) You are convicted of murder. The yes. general society has deemed that you are a bad person. Mm-hmm. You did not commit that murder. Whoa, I didn't? No, you didn't commit the murder, Tula. <gasps> so what does that make you? Does that make you a good person or a bad person? Because society has told you that you are a bad person, but you know that you did not commit the murder. Whoa. Oh my God. <laughs> Mind blown, right? Yeah, okay. So, I guess that kind of goes against, I mean, anything that we both would say was, yes, they're innocent. Yeah, they're innocent. They are a good person because they did not kill that person. So, general consensus cannot decide what is a good person or a bad person. Okay, it shouldn't, but it does. Yeah. So, yes. So, do you think... Okay. What I'm saying, which we will probably talk about soon... Is there a higher power that determines if you are a good person or a bad person that knows if you are a good person or a bad person? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. But then how do, why does good person, bad person even matter? Bridge people. (laughs) That does not make any sense. (laughs) I know. Here's what, here's what I'm thinking, right? So so the way that we have society overall, correct, Mm -hmm. is, is some sort of hierarchical, even if we don't want to regard it. Yeah. And some capitalist function, correct? And what it comes down to is we we see this all the time right we see the one percent be immune to a lot of law yeah even if they are so you're saying some people have power some people don't have power what it comes down to is it's not good or bad but it's power or no power whoa because you're right that if i didn't kill anyone but i'm still getting convicted of the murder 
everyone's gonna think that I, I, I committed the murder. Because I don't have the money to, to, to tell the press, no, don't spread that. But let's say I, I am some giant conglomerate and I did do something bad. I can pay people off and be like, no, I didn't. And then I didn't because no one thinks I did. Okay. Even if so, I did. So. Conclusion. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. it does not matter if you are a good person or a bad person. It matters how much power you have or don't have in this society not a hypothetical society in this society it does not matter if you are a good person or a bad person it matters what people's perception of you are and how much power you have to change that perception yes so we are living in a generally immoral society yeah huh whoa well does it really matter then (laughs) it's a question well um i'm gonna say yeah I think, yeah, good person, bad person still matters, but I do think that it's important to think about why that matters and why our society values some things and doesn't value others. I know. So uh, what you were saying in the beginning is your morals are shaped around how people view you, and I mm-hmm. think that that is a product of our society. One thousand You are a product of our society, and so am I. And you are. High five. Way to go. I love you, Dula. I love you, too. All I'm right. glad that we ended up as the product of this same, even sort of wretched society. Yeah. Because here we are talking about it, right? Yeah, we can still talk about it. That's free speech. Yeah. More morality and immorality are a very interesting thing to talk about. Yeah. Well, even and we if, can only yeah. talk about this because we have power. So true. Here we are broadcasting. Right? Yeah, here we are. All right. This has been a crazy episode. I think it's about time for us to go, though. You're, you're right. Is and that good or bad? Good question. Why good, don't good question. you guys let us know on yeah. TabbyCatKYRS on Instagram or visit our website, TabbyCatOnAir.com. And if you really love our show, you think it's good or you think it's bad, and you want to help us out a little bit, text GiveKYRS to 44321. Give us a little boost. Support the station, right? Yeah. And if you couldn't listen to this whole episode, it will be uploaded to all podcasting platforms in just a bit. All right. Yeah. Uh, so goodbye. goodbye. This has been Bad Happy bye. Cat on KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. All right. Love y'all. Bye, guys. Bye.